Welcome to the Princeton Spark. My name is Wright Sinaris. This season of the Princeton Spark podcast is focused on the story of Adora, a uniquely Princeton startup that found opportunity even in a global health crisis and achieved a dream exit. This team of student entrepreneurs built a company that disrupted the college tour industry and enabled more lower-income prospective students to access more colleges across the nation. With support from the Princeton entrepreneurial ecosystem, the Adora team launched, pivoted in the face of the coronavirus pandemic, scored some early successes, and then were acquired by a terrific company. We'll meet some of those key people who helped them along the way and explore some of the lessons that any entrepreneur can take from their experience. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Princeton Spark in your podcast listening app of choice so you don't miss the rest of this fascinating story of Princeton student entrepreneurship. From the Princeton Entrepreneurship Council, this is the Princeton Spark. I'm Wright Sinaris. The various people that make up the Princeton entrepreneurial and innovation ecosystem have long been at work, taking risks to bring transformational ideas and companies to the world in the nation's service and the service of humanity. These are the stories of entrepreneurship the Princeton way. At PEC, we support Princeton Connected Startups and help to build a regional entrepreneurial ecosystem in New Jersey and beyond. In the previous episodes, we introduced you to the three co-founders of Adora, an app that reshaped virtual college tours to be more accessible and personalized. It all started with Ron, one of the co-founders, had lunch with a friend from his high school after this friend took a tour of the Princeton campus. And I asked him how he enjoyed his Princeton visit, and he looked at me without flinching and said, honestly, it sucked. That friend didn't hear what he was looking for during the tour. That gave Ron the spark to work on this problem, to bring in Ray Ward and Joseph Rubin on the founding team, and to seek guidance from experienced entrepreneurs in the Princeton ecosystem. This included Ann Kirshner, a former Princeton trustee who had advised Adora from the start. Ann Kirshner, I'm a university professor at the City University of New York, and then I sit on a number of corporate boards and not-for-profits, mostly focused on education, tech, and media. One of my fellow trustees mentioned that her sister, who was currently enrolled at Princeton, was putting together a Princeton Tiger Trek to go to Israel. And would I be interested in talking to the group that was putting together the trip and helping them to connect with uh, people to meet while they were in, in Israel. And I said, sure. And that's how I met Daniela Cohen and Ron Miasnik. And uh, in the course of meeting with them, Ron began telling me about his startup, about Adora. And Ron's, Ron's a pretty irresistible uh, guy, a force of, of nature. And, and I found myself really intrigued by the idea and impressed with Ron personally and with his partners, one of whom, Rhea, was on the, was on the trip as well. So that's how, that's how I first heard about Adora. Anna's been an invaluable advisor to Adora. This is what Rhea and Joseph from Adora had to say about her. I remember she turned us on to a lot of journalists and people writing about the future of higher education. So she got us kind of like, okay, no one knows what's happening. I'm figuring it out, but here are the people you need to be listening to. And she kind of got us in the, in that conversation of not just how are we adapting now, but what is, I think at that point where we were just like responding to an issue that we had witnessed and that we understood, 
but with her help and with the sources that we started like listening to started saying okay actually what's happening is like higher ed could be changing and what 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 do we want the future of higher ed to be and how can we use this turbulence this scary moment to possibly put the solution to something that just solves what we already know but what you know like thinking more future I guess focused um so I think she was really helpful in that way of like you guys aren't just solving a problem you're possibly causing a transformation there were a lot of conversations that we had with Anne and with our advisors in general that forced us to just reconsider and there were a lot of times where we ended up coming off of a call and just all talking to each other and realizing like wow we really sort of missed the forest for the trees here there's a whole bigger picture that picture was about to get even bigger technology has always been transforming experiences throughout the educational landscape and while the team was already doing well with the advice of edtech experts like ann kirshner they're about to endure another profound transformation with COVID-19. It's funny about COVID, um, but you know, the reality is that Adora was in a great place before we were forced to go virtual. And then once we went virtual, they were already in place to, to take full advantage and to serve students in a way that now it, it, was, it was no longer optional. It was, it was gonna be required. How exactly did the Adora team respond to the situation created by the pandemic? That's after the break. Princeton Entrepreneurship Council invites you to check out our website, entrepreneurs.princeton.edu. There you can find out more about our programs and events for entrepreneurs and the entrepreneurially minded in the Princeton ecosystem and beyond. Sign up for our newsletter and you'll stay up to date on PEC news and events. That's entrepreneurs.princeton.edu. Welcome back to the Princeton Spark. Adora had to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic quickly, but the product Adora had been building, it wasn't quite what they needed. So I mean, the, the backstory is that actually Adora initially was an on-campus tour solution, right? Our whole idea was to enhance the on-campus tour experience. That's part of the reason we worked so much with Orange Key. And actually our initial reaction when we realized that COVID was happening, of course, none of us grasped how long this would be and how big of an impact it was. Initial reaction was, oh, okay, on-campus tours aren't happening for a while. Let's delay our launch by a couple months because, of course, everything's going to pass in, you know, in a few months and then everything's going to go back to normal. As we all know, it did not. And that is when Ron and his team started to rethink their idea in the new context. But then, you know, over time and, and like after talking with our advisors, we kind of had a shift in mentality, which, which pushed us to not be attached to our initial product, but to understand the market that we were operating in. Uh, right to understand that everyone was operating in a huge position of uncertainty right now. No one knew what the future was going to look like. No one knew how to handle that. And we were just as we were as well positioned as anyone to go in and make something out of it and try to you know turn lemons into lemonade, or at least some part, any portion of that lemon into lemonade. And that and that's when we go in and actually rebuilt a whole chunk of our product and pivoted to do to do more virtual engagement and to try to work with admissions offices through this time and actually support them and and coming up with a strategy in real time of how in the world do I go operate in this new reality? I mean, that's actually where Adore, the product that you know, it now is and what it ended up being, came to fruition. And to remind you, the team is doing all of this while transitioning to online classes and responding to the COVID-19 outbreak on an individual, personal level. But the team looked at the situation with positivity. Classes were all virtual. There wasn't you know, the distraction of social life or clubs or extracurriculars or activities or travel or like 
any of the other regular things that we do on a day-to-day basis, you know, we were even scared to leave our house, right? And so it gave us the, you know, we, we would just go and spend all day, every day going and, uh, going and working on the company in a way that didn't really happen when you're on campus. Adora's virtual campus tour app was proven to be a timely solution during the pandemic. This is what Ann Johnson from the admissions office of North Dakota State University had to say. So we exploring virtual tour options as every college admission office probably does. This was actually right before COVID that we were exploring options because we realized everybody was kind of getting to a place where they had these different virtual tour platforms. And all of the ones that I'd seen, you know, the really common ones, which we even have now, like UVisit and some of those other ones, I just never really loved because they didn't feel particularly personal or customized. And I'm on a listserv for an organization called SIBSA that other people who work in campus visits in higher ed are on. And I saw a post come through on that listserv about Adora from, I think, one of the campus visit coordinators at Princeton, actually, who had shared about it. And so I was like, oh, this looks really interesting. So I looked on their webpage and asked to set up a call. And so that's how I found them was just through that listserv and then met with Ron and his team pretty much right away after that. When I met with Ron initially to learn about the product was like right after COVID shutdown. So then it was even of utmost more importance that we get something that we could show uh, a way for families to still see campus when they weren't able to visit our campus because our office was no longer open. It was in April of 2020. So that kind of shifted the urgency of us getting a product. And I was just so impressed with what Ron showed. And as his, the pitch was just so, so well done. And his level of customer service was top notch, like some of the best still to date that I've ever received from a vendor. Even with a fancy tech solution to a problem, products have to meet the needs of customers. Adora worked hard to provide top notch customer service to schools like North Dakota State. This is a lesson from the Adora experience that any entrepreneur can take away. Another key partnership that Adora built was with the Coalition for College. Hi, I'm Stacy Costell, the CEO for the Coalition for College. The Coalition for College is a membership organization made up of 150 different colleges and universities across the country that is committed to access, affordability, and student success. And together as a membership, we do a number of things, student programming and outreach and have a set of digital tools that students can use to do their college search as well as to apply to college. We can't forget about the actual end users of Adora's tech solution. Here's where Adora's partnership with the Coalition for College created benefits for the users of the Adora app, especially the first generation college prospects. So I think after I had an initial conversation and and mentioned I was intrigued, I brought my team to meet with them as well as a couple of additional members of Adora. And we really talked about this need that students have to and how they learn about college and and the campus tour. And regardless of the pandemic, when students learn about colleges, sometimes some of those things that are most important for students being, you know, how much does it cost and affordability 
And as a first generation student or a student from, you know, BIPOC community, will I, will I feel supported? There is a place for me there. And I love the fact that they were creating tours that would allow students to have this information um, readily available to them, which was certainly the type of information that we were also trying to provide to students, but they were doing it in a, you know, college by college way for students to learn more. So we thought it would be a great resource for students, but also a great resource for our members to be able to have this partnership with Adora to do kind of a small tour to begin with and then have the opportunity to, to encourage to engage with them if they wanted to. In the next episode, we will take a deep dive into student entrepreneurship and analyze how students can take a business from zero to product and a 12-person team with multiple enterprise customers. Stay tuned for much more. The Princeton Spark is a production of the Princeton Entrepreneurship Council. I engineered this episode virtually, working from home. Additional engineering by Dan Kearns at the Princeton Broadcast Center. Writing assistance by Abid Ismail. Edited by Brandon Apter. Our theme music is by The Treadmills. Special thanks to Allison Yaris, Scott Colin, Ron Miasnik, Ray Award, Joseph Rubin, Ann Johnson, Stacey Costell, Heather Massey, and Tiffany Novak at Creative Circle. The comments and suggestions box is always open. Send an email to sparkpod at princeton.edu. If there is a topic on entrepreneurship or a person that you would like to hear from, please let us know. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Princeton Spark. The views expressed by our guests on the show are theirs and do not necessarily reflect the views of Princeton Entrepreneurship Council, the Office of the Dean for Research, Princeton Innovation, or Princeton University. If you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please do wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.